0: Hello and welcome to 26 and under the anime review podcast where we watch an anime within uh within the restrictions of 26 episodes or less within the week and then we record or and then we uh, review it today it is me your host matt joined by my co-host robert and just robert this week because people were behind and had to do other stuff today so uh, fake-ass homework. Yeah, some fake-ass homework of a subject I've never heard about. <laughs> Who believes in <laughs> physics?
1: <laughs> if it wasn't for Isaac Newton discovering apples, we wouldn't have this problem. We could be able to fly.
0: All right. So, uh, this There's people that believe that. <laughs> this week's episode, or uh, this week's anime, was Konoha, uh, Konohana Kitan, yes. uh, which was an anime... Based around Japanese folklore,
1: so something along those lines. Um, it was based on Japanese mythos. Yeah, Japanese um, mythos, and it's it's basically the the world that it is is um, an afterlife, and it's where the foxes reside. To well, I thought it was take the, care of spirits.
0: I thought, yeah, it's the it's between earth and the afterlife. It's where gods yeah. come to rest and where some spirits come while they're when they're nearing death but not uh, but not actually dead.
1: Yeah, the ones that are dead will be ferried across the yeah. river. So their
0: resting place. First impressions? Uh, let's go with you first, Rob.
1: Okay. Uh, so first impressions were I just started watching it. Uh, originally like the first two episodes, I was not very caught up on it. Like I wasn't I wasn't amazing with it. Like it wasn't thrilling me. But after like two more episodes, I just decided to keep watching it. And turns out I was wrong. It was actually pretty good. I enjoyed watching it and I might even watch it again.
0: Yeah, so its first two its first few episodes really kind of do this whole Moe blob, uh, Yuri kind of tone to it, right? Where it's setting up a look at all the cute girls doing the cute things and then look at these two girls that are that were trying to like have have a relationship and all that. It's like Look at all this stuff going on. But then it like as you go farther in, it starts to delve more into like the either wholesome or like uh like this the plot is not just watching these girls deal with, deal with stuff. It's like some of the stories are more about the girls are there, but the story is not about them at all.
1: Yeah. The the whole thing with the first few episodes is it has the same problem that all twelve episode animes have. Because they're in such a limited span of time, we have to introduce the characters and their, you know, their how they act quickly. Um, but I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah, where yeah they yeah. actually fleshed out each and every one of the characters
0: and made them fit in the world really well. And I think we both had the same first opinion on the first episodes because the first few episodes are not how the series goes near the near the later half.
1: No, no, no. It's completely different. It, uh,
0: the whole tone of the not
1: the tone, but like the
0: well, just the way that they decide to do episode plots changes drastically from instead of let's focus let's focus on the characters to you know these characters let's focus on it's the, the events
1: surrounding the characters yeah. at that point.
0: Um, so we're gonna go through our character rundown here. Uh, we have our main character Yuzu, who is a blonde little fox girl who uh, starts the anime with her first day at Hanate, The a uh, spiritual inn that is in between or in between the realms of gods and uh humans. Humans. Uh she is a very typical happy she's literally Tomako from Tomako's market. Basically, <laughs> she's she's like a
1: ball of sunshine and it she's one of those driving forces that changes how every other character acts so she's a really strong main character something that you is kind of hit or miss with 12 episode animes
0: yeah but she and, and uh, as i said like uh, like well, there's probably going to be a lot of comparisons drawn to i think uh tamako market for us because we watched both of these they're very similar in like what they are trying to accomplish and tell through their story
1: Yeah, it's like 12 and a half minutes of one thing and then 12 and a half minutes of another story. Um, They don't generally tend to blend
0: into each other, but... Well, I mean, one definitely does.
1: Well, yeah, one does, but
0: Uh, I mean... One of my favorite episodes is actually a really good... blends both of the halves of the episode together into a very nice story. But we'll get to that when we get there. Uh, The next character uh, on the lines is Satsuki. Not Satsuki Kiryuin from uh, Kill la Kill, but just Satsuki. She's a blue-haired fox girl. Um, she was, uh, she has a sister that works at the shrine near them, and uh, she was told to work to she would she was told to go work at Konohanate so her sister could take over as the shrine as the head shrine maiden.
1: Originally, that should have been swapped because that's what the mother wanted, but the father stepped in and said, like you know like satsuki's sister is dumber than a bag of bricks
0: yeah satsuki uh, there's no reason to send her to the inn and she's also not and she's also like a she's a tomboy she doesn't follow the rules all that well and everything she wouldn't do well in the work environment of konohanate meanwhile satsuki is very stringent on the rules and is like no do this make sure the rules go well so, that's kind of her character too. She's the strict older sister kind of character to Yuzu's young brash kind of character. You would look
1: at it she's the foil to Yuzu.
0: Yeah. And
1: then Yuzu brings out the better qualities of Satsuki as well as the head uh not the head of the um workers but the like the one underneath the den mother. I forget what her name is.
0: Oh, um For uh, the blonde-headed one. The blonde-haired one. That one's Kiri. That one's Kiri. Yeah, okay. Her. Uh, So after Satsuki, we now hit our secondary pair of characters, which is Natsume. Natsume is a tomboyish fox girl that looks like a dude and has a more The androgynous kind. Yeah, they're trying to do the it's a girl that looks like a boy trope. And so she looks like a very handsome boy and everything like that. She's very tomboyish. She acts like a boy. All that kind of stuff.
1: It's the androgynous Genki. Yeah. That's that's basically all I can put it as.
0: Uh not like very well-done character, but like it's not one that I haven't seen before.
1: Like she's not deadpan stupid like most of the times they are. She's yeah. she actually has a decent head on her shoulders.
0: And so following her is her pair off, which is Sakura who's the No bl- Ren. You oh. you skipped over Ren. Oh I skipped over Ren. You're right. Ren, who is the uh pretty much the girly girl of the group. She's all about making sure uh so she likes she to looks- be
1: dignified. Yeah. But she's almost basically a Sundere at that
0: point. Where she's like, well, she's not really a tsundere towards. I, I would say she is I, towards I Natsume. She literally no, not is, towards Natsume, oh. but
1: towards everyone else. Yeah, like
0: she has a stigma towards men, so she's more geared towards women, and so she. That's why she has the feelings towards Natsume, and she is obviously like trying to get Natsume's attention. Is not like no, it's not like I like you anything Babaka to him or to her, but like towards other people, yeah, I can see this the tsundere... Trope yeah. being uh, something that you could say for her. It's it's just
1: pretty close to her. Like, that's just really all I can think of. Because she... um, Like, if there's something with Yuzu where her kimono's not completely on correctly, um, she'll, she's going to go over and fix it yeah. and say, like, and scold her about it. But she cares about her. So it's kind of that whole, like, tough love thing.
0: So after Ren, we have Sakura, who's kind of the uh she's a
1: very stoic quiet little girl yeah that's little pretty much she's
0: kind of like the little sister to yuzu while she's the little sister to all of them really well yeah but like we have to kind of go by you because yuzu's the centralized character of the story so they're all kind of relative to her and yuzu would step def- definitely see sakura as like the little sister-esque character
1: yeah no that's understandable and this
0: also starts the third pair of characters that are interacting all the time because we have Sakura who's this little girl. She's very like quiet to her and keeps to herself a lot. She likes to, she, when she gets, when she gets bored, she just starts like getting grass petals and blowing them in the whistle to make the whistle sounds and everything. Um, just trying to find what she's just a little kid trying to find ways to keep herself entertained when she's bored. Yeah. Um, so she needs somebody to watch over her. And then we have after her, Kiri, who is the uh, second in command of the hot spring. Uh, She is very laid back, doesn't like it, is trying, but uh, doesn't like try to get involved with everything, is kind of like joking around and mess and poking at people. So as we, if we were to equate her to, a, to other series, she would be similar to uh, the one that you guys called the um, little shit gremlin in uh, su- uh, Summer, Waiting, oh, waiting oh, in the yeah. Summer. Uh, because she has that kind of role where she's just stirring shit to stir shit.
1: She, she gets the plot moving if things are starting to get clunky. Like, if things aren't really flowing smoothly, she's going to be there to be like, hey, you're going to do this, and you're going to do this, because this is what... So she normally pairs everyone off, like, Yuzu, Satsuki, you're going to go do this, where Ren and Natsume, you're going to do this, and then Sakura is just going to be kind of bouncing well, around with
0: Sakura. Sakura. is either working with Yuzu or working directly with Kiri, because that's, that's why I said the third pair, because the third pair is... Sakura is and Kiri are very closely linked like Natsume and Ren and Yuzu and Satsuki
1: but it's less of one of those romantic ones yeah yeah, it's more of a doting daughter mother thing
0: yeah uh and finally we have Okiku who is not part of a pair but she is her own person who she is a doll that um shows up uh after one of the guests leave leaves her there and she is uh uh, she's brought there for a purification, and she's just kind of hangs out at out at the uh inn all the time and it, helps out.
1: She hangs out with the uh, pig boar that um yep eats bad dreams. So they're usually a pair hanging out with each other. Um,
0: well, that's the easy way for her to get around because it yeah. can actually move and doesn't use her tiny legs because she's a little doll person.
1: She's a little doll person. Um, but she, she's. Oh, how do I, how do I talk about her personality? She, she doesn't have a submissive personality, but it's more of a. oh, Well,
0: how she's do you put she's kind of hmm? like the spoiled little kid, right? Yeah, she,
1: something like that.
0: She thinks she's better than she is. Uh, she want. She has a huge ego. But well, like, because she's supposed to be a family heirloom, right yeah
1: she she talks highly of herself that she's supposed to be a, a super important family heirloom that's a beautiful doll, but like the family just kind of left it there and they didn't really want
0: it and, well, yeah, because either, and she's quick well, to well we say don't like, know oh, the, I
1: master craft work like
0: and we don't know the reason why the family left i or at least I don't remember the reason why. Um, um, I don't know, but it could have been just like unforeseen circumstances, like she was left there and the family just had something happen where they couldn't come back and retrieve the doll or what have you. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. Again, it's been, a, it's been a bit since I watched her introductory episode, mm-hmm. so I can't remember that much about her. Um, I
1: was, I was in and out of that one. Um, yeah, but Kiri quick to like, you know, make her part of the group cause she still technically works there, but she doesn't get tasked with like the big jobs like cleaning and serving. She probably just does stuff.
0: And the last one, she's not really a character, or she's not really like a big character, but she is there, the landlady of the inn. Yeah, she was
1: actually one of the um, wish givers back in the day. Yeah, and um, she's
0: now, and she runs the inn, and she's ki- she's kind of not really there that much most of her job is taken over by Kiri yeah but when she does show up you do you do know who she is because she is introduced and everything except when
1: you don't know who she is yeah yeah, yeah. that was a huge shock to me and then suddenly when they're like how do you put on your makeup like oh well first I do this and I'm like
0: holy poop yeah it's it's an anime (sighs) joke yeah it was like very
1: interesting and it was actually kind of funny
0: all right, so for the plot of this anime, this anime is episodic, so we're gonna just talk about the episodes we enjoyed. Yep. Um, the basic plot is Yuzu starts working there. A bunch. Uh, we get introduced to all the characters, and then a bunch of shit happens. Yep. So
1: she's dropped off by an adoptive
0: caretaker because who, who her was her a nun? Hmm? Her adoptive caretaker was a nun. Yeah, which is interesting because it means she came from like a uh, Western there was a we, or there was a western influenced area that she that found her and raised her and then uh dropped her off at Konohanate. Yeah. Um, in
1: the in the middle of the series you get kind of like bits and pieces of what happened how Yuzu was kind of just a stray out in the wild and the nun came and found her and like yeah took some warming up and then eventually she became almost like a daughter.
0: Yeah. Uh but we have Yuzu uh, coming to the end, learning her way around there, getting to know Satsuki, Natsume, Ren, Sakura, Kiri, all of them. Uh, the next big episode, uh, is Okiku coming in, which is hey, look, here's uh the new here's the last of the uh, cast. She we learn about her being a cursed doll and like th- that she's there for purification and everything like that.
1: And Sakura goes through no ends to just wanting to cut her hair
0: yeah because Sakura is like a child and that's what she's supposed to be yeah let's play with the doll um so now we get into like our personal like picks for like good episodes that we enjoyed so for instance uh this first one was one of my favorites which was the transient guest episode where the first where at the start of the episode they have this just guest that is staying there that is a human and he's just sitting around in his uh robe and everything and he's like whatever and um, in the meantime, we see, or no, it's first, it's the first part is Yuzu goes down to the shore and sees this, uh, girl washed up on the shore in a swimming suit, uh, swims, uh, she starts li- uh, making, saying lies and everything. And Yuzu's just believing her. We go through her, all, her, her whole story of how she always tells lies and everybody treats her badly because she's, always telling lies and all this stuff, and Yuzu's like, yeah, but you're not lying to, like, hurt people or anything. And through this, and then she wakes, and then the g- human girl wakes up in the real world because she accidentally drifted off into uh, Hanate and they sent her back. Um, and, she meets a, and she meets a girl, and she's inspired to become a writer. Uh, the second half of the anime, we see there's this older man who uh, is just staying at the uh at the inn and everything like that and this kid keeps just appearing in the inn and uh he's always er cry- he was crying and all that stuff because he was lost uh they they help him calm down he says he'll be back later uh when he when he returns to the real world he gets taken or he gets taken from who he thought was his parents to somewhere else and it was It was really weird to me because I didn't understand what was going on because it took me a moment to figure out because he's a human and all that stuff, Uh, and so he comes back a second time and he's like, I, uh, I don't like where I'm at now. They're uh, they say they say I'm special and everything, but they took me away from my parents who they said weren't my actual family and all this stuff, and uh, they convince him that no, or the the other guest convinces conv- convinces him that no, you should stay where you are, and that's where the other guest also explains that he understands where that he's in a near death experience because he was in an accident, and he doesn't want to wake up because if he wakes up, he'll be a burden on his family, um, because he remarried into this family, like raised his daughter to be a good uh, a good girl and everything. Well, he, D- he did a and good job. He, But he doesn't want to have them have to take care of him, and he feels that if he were to die like this, he can still think he was a good father, and they convince him otherwise. Well, Kiri convinces him otherwise. Kiri convinces him otherwise. Um,
1: And also him talking with the kid also helps. It was when uh, you see the kid come back as a grown adult. He comes back
0: as a grown adult. Um, He thanks them all for everything and says goodbye for the last time, um, and he leaves. And then it goes to the real world, and you see, oh man, I'm starting to tear up because it's really
1: yeah, it was really fucking sad. It got me too. That's when I messaged into the group chat. It got me with the feels because that's what that episode was. I'm like, dang, because the old man ends
0: up. The old man ends up. uh, He was blind. He was blinded from uh, whatever accident he was in. Um, So he needed a service dog, and the kid has been a dog the entire time which makes every bit of what happened in the real world make sense. And it just was like, ah, maybe... Because he was a dog and animals are really in tune
1: with the spirit world. Yeah. That's why he was able to retreat back and forth from there without any consequences. Um, And then the old man needed a seeing eye dog and it wasn't until you oh find out that like oh hey he was a dog the whole time yeah and now he found a purpose and the old man and you and has you has also found something to help him
0: and you realize who he uh, who the old man's daughter is right yeah it's the girl from the first half because she became an author and yeah. wrote and wrote story and wrote the story about how she met um uh yuzu at the beach
1: so it was, um, it tied in really well, and it was it was a great, great episode. Like it I was really good. It, I was super happy for it.
0: Yeah. So after that, we have uh, the so- uh, Sotsky's sister and her sister's assistant coming to visit the inn for a stay. Yeah. Um, this episode was really fun because we get to see like Satsuki. We get more information on Satsuki and her family situation. This is where we learn like. Satsuki was originally going to take over as the priestess, but they decided not to because of her sister, and her sister's very possessive of, her si- uh, of Satsuki. And it's a really fun episode. It's just like there for... We put it there mainly because we wanted to...
1: Because you first see Satsuki's sister in an earlier episode when uh, uh, Yuzu and Satsuki and Ren and... Uh Natsume? Natsume are chasing after two different people that look almost similar, but one's younger than the other one. Yeah. I think the whole premise of it was that they were the spirit of the um cherry blossom tree, and that's why it wasn't blooming. Yeah, I think But when they came together, the tree bloomed. Yeah, I think that's what festival.
0: it was. But um the The sisters visit is very fun. It's like there's not there's nothing like more than that. It was just a fun episode that I enjoyed. I got it got some good laughs out of me. It wasn't like like this is this is a it was a good cool down episode after the transient guest which made me like cry my eyes out.
1: I oh, was sad, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I don't get super
1: emotional, but like man, that I had to message in the chat like oh, the fucking feels.
0: And then uh after this was the Awanami coming to the end episode which yes. you wanted to put on here.
1: This is the one that I wanted to talk about because it was immediately interesting when I saw her white hair and the way she looked. And I'm like, huh, she looks really interesting. And, uh, you know, she was also a fairly attractive woman as far as 2D standards go.
0: Um, (laughs) As far as I want to admit to a 2D woman looking attractive.
1: Red and Yuzu are the ones who run out to see her and Kiri's also there. But Kiri is like, or Yuzu says like, oh, hi, do you have an appointment here? And she's like, no, I don't have an appointment here, but I'm a special guest. Like, oh, hold on a minute. Hey, um, Ren, what do we do? She's like not on the uh, uh, addendum. She's like not supposed to be here. Hold on a second. Let me, let me go ahead and around and see her. Like, oh, no. She's super important, and she's like, I want to go speak to Kiri because that's why she's there. Kiri usually the one that um Kiri and the her. and the
0: and the um, and the head head head. They, but the head was the head was busy with something else that day, and
1: Kiri was also busy. So Kiri tasked them with like, hey, can you go ahead and just take care of her, like look after her needs, help her out with the spa, do that stuff? They're like, oh, okay, sure, because she's super important, and she's like a oh, god that could smite them all in an instant. And things go awry when she enjoys her bath a little bit too much. She, uh, so she bursts into a bunch of tiny bubble babies. And at first, they were like, oh, what are we going to do? How are we going to chase around all these little bubble babies? And, uh, then begins the whole insert wacky races, Benny Hill music, <laughs> where everyone yeah. has to run around and grab them. Yeah. And, you know, they don't know why this happened. They don't want to say anything, but eventually Kiri finds out at the end. She's like, oh, there's nothing to be worried about. This is just what happens with gods. They go through a cycle of life and death. Yeah. This is her being reborn. This is the phase she goes through. So we just need to round up all these little bubble babies and then we put get them back into one. the body. Yeah. But Sakura is holding on to one of them because she really likes it and she doesn't want to get rid of it. So Kiri has to explain to her, like, you know, she kind of has to go back to the group. Because she needs to become whole again. Like, this is special. She has to see it through. And Sakura understands. And she's like, okay, I'll give up the bubble baby. Yeah. She so comes back together and she's like, oh, I'm sorry to have caused you so much trouble. But I do love this place. You guys did a good job.
0: So the next episode that I want to talk about, at least, was A God's Day Off. Which was a very interesting episode from a Western point of view. Because it's all about how the Japanese the start of it at least is all about how Japanese culture has kind of gone away from being all the spiritual is all all as spiritual as it used to be because they're pointing out how the gods are getting ver, uh, less and less offerings and being called down to the human world less and less there's less festivals going on it's there's all, all there's all these western things going on so the gods really only have to be getting ready for like new years and uh new and just obon like those are their big days so it's a really interesting like thought thought experiment going on for that but yeah and i like those um but the reason i really wanted to put this on was its second half cuz its second half was another one that got me really hard um, I don't is, remember
1: it a hundred percent. So
0: this one was wh- the one where Okiku brings uh, the the, bu- oh, the oh, busted the, up the other doll. doll, the busted yeah.
1: up one that was uh, left behind but wasn't actually yeah. left behind.
0: So Okiku brings uh, finds this doll in the trash because she decides to go out to town. And um, they tell her strictly, like, "Hey, you yeah.
1: cannot leave because you're supposed to be purified."
0: So she goes and gets the doll and everything, and she tries to like fix her up and everything. Uh, the doll then has this conversation with her where it's like, oh, you were never played with as a, to- as a doll. Like, all this stuff, like, the, the goal of a doll is to be played with and enjoyed by children until they hit the point where they no longer need, no them. Longer need them.
1: But that's, that's where the difference lies, is that that one was a doll for, a, for like, a child, but Okiku was crafted to be on a mantle." So she's obviously going to have a different worldview than a doll that was cared for by a child.
0: Well, and the um the best part is the doll then accepts that accepts what she is and goes back. And then yeah. we go back to the real world. And the woman that was the adult go, is digging through the trash to find her. She didn't realize that her mother had thrown her out because she yeah. was like,
1: oh, shit, I didn't want her to be thrown out. I still want her. Like, hold on a minute, boyfriend Sama. I got to go yeah. find her.
0: And and it's a really heartwarming episode again. Like yeah. those two episodes made me tear up more than anything else because it's just like
1: And this was a 2017's anime, so yeah.
0: like it, it was crap. good. Like those, everything about it was like, good. If anything, those two episodes by themselves are like Sold me on the show. Are are all this show needed to have for me to like want it. I won't I wouldn't put it like in the top top echelon, but like it, it at least brings it up to like really high in the mid tier. I would watch it again. Well That's... yeah, I would definitely watch it again. But like I'm just saying like not all the episodes keep it there. Like strictly this and the transient guest for me. Like strictly mean that I would watch this again just to watch these two episodes. Yeah. Uh the really last one we parts. put the last one we put on which is the origin of Konohanate, which is the last episode. The last episode. Uh Yuzu Gets uh is digging through the attic with the chief. Uh she grabs out a um scroll. Scroll and is like, Hey, what's this for? And the chief's like, Oh, I don't know, just throw it out with the rest. So she takes it, asks the others of what it was, and they're like, Oh, it's this uh thing for granting wishes, and she's like, Oh, well, I'm gonna carry it around. Maybe I'll find somebody who can open it so we can see what's inside. Hmm. Uh she then ends up getting lost. Uh, walking out into uh, into the crowd and ends up falling into or coming into this area where all these fox spirits are the fox spirits that grant that are wish granters. Um, she's uh, and she's like asking around for, hey, how do I get back to Konohanate? And they're like, we've never heard of that place. Which
1: it, it was it set in the past?
0: Yeah. So she because the the pathway of the gods. Connects different timelines. Yeah. So like you could you could accidentally walk back in time or forward in time to where you wouldn't know where oh, to that's go. That's right.
1: It was back in time because one of them specifically has red hair yep. and she's like kind of an abrasive personality, but she still cares. And it matches specifically to someone that's in the anime.
0: Yeah. She it matches the 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 chief the chief of Konohanate so, because So it it is her. Yeah. So she goes through this whole thing. She helps them out with their, uh, their, th- uh, with what their job is for a bit. And when they when they finish it up, she's like, they're like, hey, you could just stay here. And she's like, well, I kind of need to go home. Can anybody help me? And they're like, oh, uh, then she also pulls out the scroll, and they're like, only the person that sealed that scroll can open it. And she goes through this whole thing of like, maybe we can find a god who's strong enough to do that. And then uh, at some point, the, re- uh, the red-headed uh, fox girl touches the scroll and it opens and she teleports back. Because yep. that was the wish that was written on there, along with uh, the wish that she would have a um, a place to call home.
1: Yep, and that's
0: pretty much what and ties everything together. Yep, it ties everything together and wraps up the series. See, this-
1: we need to get Gable to put in a clip of... Um, What's his face? Uh, Colonel saying a time <laughs> paradox. Because <laughs> it would fit really well. Because that's basically what that is. Because the chief is like looking at them all standing there and sees Yuzu and like, why is she so familiar? And like, she was having a dream about it. Yeah. It started off as like, you know, sort of like a nightmare, but the pig is like, I'm going suck to that, suck that bad juice out and leave you with the good dream. And she was happy about that. And that got me because I was like, oh, it's so. That's adorable.
0: So we, so let's talk about uh, animation. Animation was very oh, it's nice, crisp. Oh, it's yeah, so crisp, crisp, crisp. Nice animation, like
1: 2017. Studio. I don't know what the studio was. I didn't bother to check it. I probably will uh, after this.
0: Um, Studio Lurche.
1: Interesting. Never heard of them. It's good,
0: st- good stuff. I'll look up to see what their other works were. But, uh, um, they, notable one that I can see right now, Assassination Classroom. Okay. Danganronpa. That's oh, why. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's why I like it so much then. Because they, they really do color tone well. They do temperature for the colors well. Their water is beautiful.
0: Um, I mean, the, the, new, the newest season of Kino's Journey looked nice. <laughs> so... That's a, that's another thing they did. They get an A plus for their animation.
1: It yeah, their good. animation's very good. Their keyframes were perfect too. I couldn't see any sort of Disney World moments.
0: <laughs> yeah, there uh, wasn't any. There wasn't any uh, Burst Angel in here for sure. No, well, I mean r- that
1: was a 2004 anime. There's no ex- that, that can have all <laughs> the Disney World moments.
0: You say this. When did Trigun come out? Stop it. When did Kelway uh, Bebop come out? Like Not you can yet. go. You can go. This this wasn't a two thousand four anime. Those animes came up before two thousand four and were crisp and clean and good. Like, well, post Evangelion
1: things have no excuse.
0: I I will go back to, th- to that forever. Yeah, but we can't. Like, we can't actually start going back to that till we actually can put it on the list, which uh, we're not canonically uh, there yet. Even, we're not there yet, even at the time of recording, where we can put it on the list for legal watching.
1: I just want to get a good show to watch next, one that they haven't watched, but I have again. <laughs> I love those. Because it's that hidden gem where I'm like, oh, I'll never see it coming.
0: So music, Robert. How How how'd you feel about the music? I
1: love the uh, opening, and the ending was cool because, again, it was just like the Kinmoza endings, where it changes based on what happened in the episode. Yep. So you get the same music, but the beginning always has a different thing. Like uh, with um, Ren and uh, Natsume, something happened with them and Natsume was like, it was a huge misunderstanding. Natsume gets her a nice little comb and you see that same comb sitting on like the table. When the music starts playing, so they they update the ending animations. Which, if the studio takes time to do that, a plus in my book. Yeah, I don't like the same static ending because that's how I'm gonna end up skipping it.
0: And the music was bo- good for both OP and ED. So yeah, and the music was good just in general. Yeah, they good you good music good, good sound good, overall good sound in this good anime. All right, so where would we want to put this, Robert?
1: Um. So this is going to be a fun one for me because the other two aren't here.
0: Yeah, we're here in spirit. Yeah, well, this is this is the first one that's just you and me.
1: Yeah. So, um, I can't really make an excuse for Barakamon because I wasn't there for that episode, so okay. I don't know anything about it. Did I like it more on Yuri on Ice? Oh, well, they're both from the same era, and I did actually kind of like it a lot more than Yuri on Ice.
0: I'd be willing to place it. Uh, I think that's a little too high. I'd be willing to place it, like... Maybe underneath,
1: because Waiting in the yeah. Summer was good, too, but, like... Yeah, I could
0: put it underneath Yuri on Ice. It's, it's
1: really hard. It's, again, like, this is the the set of higher... Anything higher than, like, Senyu is, like, God-tier level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really hard to decide where things are going to go. I might digest it a little while longer and watch it again, and then maybe watch the ones next to it, Yuri on Ice and Waiting in the Summer... And then have a more definitive one. But I think putting it smack dab in the middle is okay.
0: Okay. That Cause, sounds...
1: Because Trinity Blood, I feel, can go upwards with them too. If we could scrunch them all into one thing, it would be completely unlegible. But <laughs> it would make more sense. Yes,
0: it would be. As this is in a text document currently. Um, uh,
1: honestly, I think we might end up changing some of the stuff around where we add stars.
0: Maybe. We'll 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 think about it when we get into the next... Uh, the next ranking list, not yeah. this cur- not this first iteration. No. All right, ready for a randomization?
1: Oh boy! Just what? the two of us.
0: Just the two of us. We got the asterisk war. <laughs> just the two. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> I even said so. Henry's Henry is out of town for this upcoming week, but he will be back before we can record the next episode. And he and I told and I was like, let's get one. That is gonna be fun for him to watch with the guy that he is going to that convention with.
1: Asterisk War is that one? Who's the one that watched
0: this? No, what?
1: Wait, what convention he's going to?
0: He's going to Gamma with Jarrett.
1: Jarrett was the one that watched this. No,
0: I'm saying we need a fun one for him to have to watch with Jarrett around. Oh yeah, <laughs> we know what
1: Asterisk War. Is. Yeah, okay, yeah, Jarrett's gonna be introduced <laughs> to anime, and he's gonna watch it.
0: All really right, fun. let's go to the mal. Let's go to the mal
1: horrors. I never heard of that
0: uh yeah that's that was real close.
1: Wait, can mob psycho one hundred really be on the list
0: it yes, currently uh well, so if we had hit it, we would only watch the first season okay we might we might have done like a special episode once the second season ended, right. but for right now, it is still in the parameters. And that was a thing that I noticed, and I was like, oh, thank God. That one could have been a little bit awkward. But
1: You guys might have heard a weird noise come from the couch, but don't <laughs> worry about it. It was nothing.
0: It was nothing. It was just the wind. It was uh, just the wind. My anime list.
1: Oh, we're going to talk about Asterisk War. Yeah, we
0: have to, I mean, we have to at least explain what Asterisk War is. Not everybody knows what Asterisk War is. All right, there we are. All right, can. you can't read it. Okay, I, I can. I can read it. Long, long ago, an epic catastrophe known as Invertia caused a complete change in the world's balance. in In the years following this disaster, a group known as the Integral uh, Enterprise Foundation rose to power. In addition to with to this massive change, a new breed of humans, born with the amazing physical skills known as Genestella also emerged and joined the ranks of humanity. Uh, Asterisk War follows the story of Ayato Amagiri, a student who has just transferred to one of the six most elite schools for Genestella students in the world, Sedokin Academy, where, stu- where students learn to control powers and duel against each other in entertainment battles known as festas. Unfortunately, Ayato gets, o- gets off to a rough start. When trying to return a lost handkerchief to a female classmate, he accidentally sees her changing, which leads to which leads to her challenging him to a duel. What most people don't realize, however, is that Ayato has has no real interest in the Festas and instead has an alterna- alternative motive for joining the prestigious school. Well, what is Ayato's big secret? Will he be able to keep up his, his act while, when surrounded with some of the greatest Genestellas in the world? Find out in Asterisk War.
1: It's good. It's good.
0: This bitch
1: disgusting.
0: I mean, I'm going to be real honest. I had the. I tried to watch this, but I was watching it with a different thing that's on the list, and that different thing was way better. It, it had interest taken away. You, but you I know what seizo- You did you watch this when it was seasonal? Did you um, also watch uh, "Chivalry of the Failed Knight"?
1: I did not watch Chivalry of the Failed oh. Night. I watched this, but I didn't so, watch
0: So you and me did the opposite of each other this that yeah. season.
1: That's why this had a lot more interesting of a uh
0: Well, like I know what this is and it was just like they both had the same first episode with slight differences. And I liked Rock uh I liked uh Chivalry of a Failed Night more for what it was doing. So I didn't watch this, even though this got a second season and the other one didn't.
1: Alright, I'm gonna say it's a better Sky Wizards
0: Academy. I mean, it is. I know that. I know that part. I know that this is Sky Wiz- Wizards Academy Two, Electric Boogaloo, but with better quality. So, oh, so much better quality. So there we are. Asterisk War is next week's ep- anime. Uh, so, final thing we need to do is talk about uh, what you can find us all on. So oh, you can,
1: where you can find this show too.
0: Yeah, and we, well, I mean, we you can find this show on iTunes and No, no, I'm, I'm talking about Asterisk War. Oh, on Asterisk War. You can find Asterisk War. Uh, good question. <laughs> Was it, it's, it's Aniplex license. So, that's so you like, can
1: find it on Verve.
0: Uh, I believe you can find it on Verve. I believe it also has a Funimation dub. That's why I'm like, uh, good question. Type in Verve. Actually, why am I doing that? There's an easier way to do this.
1: Oh, the me thing?
0: The because dot Moe. Yeah. Uh Aster So Asterisk War is available on Crunchyroll, Verve, Funimation, and Hulu.
1: Oh, so I'll, I'll probably be able to watch it in Hulu than on English.
0: Maybe. It depends.
1: it depends. I mean whatever. I I'll watch it in Japanese and English it doesn't taught me.
0: So that is so also you can find uh us or at least me on twitch.tv slash spell nrd. Um, where I play video games, mostly like JRPGs and occasionally Devil May Cry 5 or other video games that I enjoy to play that are mostly Japanese-based. we um, got more
1: interesting things in the works coming out soon, too.
0: Yep. And also, you can uh, watch on Mondays where Henry is playing usually either Magic the Gathering or... Uh,
1: Detroit Become Human?
0: Yeah, I think it's still... No, actually, he moved over to Bioshock.
1: Oh, he moved over to Bioshock. Yeah, okay. so
0: he's now playing Bioshock. Uh, So you can watch that on Mondays. Uh, And other than that, occasionally we'll do streams where I'm streaming a game and he's painting miniatures. So... But that's it for this episode of 26 and Under. Robert, any, any last thoughts before we sign out? Um...
1: Don't water your beets in the same pot as your potatoes. Take that one with a grain of salt. Yes. And also don't drop your tater tots on the back of the car <laughs> seat.
0: Okay. That's 26 and under. This has been Matt. And Robert. <laughs> signing off. Have a <laughs> good night. With dangerous looks coming from that couch that over couch there. That couch is
1: getting aggressive. <laughs> Bye.